I don't know. I'm just off this morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show Radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness, which is a ever-evolving issue, isn't it, Mr. Benny? 100%, yes. And you're not off. You're just feeling the flow. It's kind of what I we do. Right? I am in the flow. I'm jingly. You're totally awake over there, aren't you, Benny? Yeah, I mean, I've been up since four, so it's kind of par for the course for me, so it's all good. <laughs> there are different times of awakening, aren't there? Absolutely. Yeah, you got that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Anyway, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located here in the greater Seattle area for the last 26 years, and we're still going, we're still going, we're still going. Um, I'm doing most of my sessions through Skype, Zoom, Facebook. FaceTime and phone, and we are following the COVID regulations. So do check if you have an appointment with me, please check with me as to uh, the format for that. And then realize that, yeah, you can live anywhere and you can get in touch with me. Isn't that fantastic? I love technology. It's really, really great. Um, I do have some great things coming up. I'll mention them briefly every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. I have a Sunday meditation with Loretta and I highly recommend it. Um, it's a, it's by donation of zero dollars to 22. So the idea is I really just want you to come and, and, and take a little bit of time, hang out with some wonderful like-minded people and kind of clean and clear yourself out. You know, I'm an energy worker and of course I do all the channeling and psychic stuff, but you know, this is everything that I do is to empower you or to give you the tools so that you can do it too, because you can, and that's just all there is to it. Sometimes it's really helpful. Um, you know, I have my own daily practice, but it's really good to go to somebody else and just sort of lean back and let them lead it so that you can just attend to yourself. So I highly recommend it. Sunday meditation with Loretta at 11 a.m. You can sign up for that and everything that I do at schedule.reikioasis.com. Thanks to my webmaster, Indigo Hawk. My monthly class with women, the Temple of Divine Feminine, will be Saturday, August 15th at 1130. It is through Zoom, and uh, we're going to have a great time. Um, I have a wonderful guest, so I'm going to just do the briefest of astrology check-ins for all of you because I just can't wait to get her on the show, and I'm jingling again just talking about it. Marla, I don't know, some kind of a connection there. But anyway, I wanted to just mention, as you all know, 2020 started with this rare and potent Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And we are in the middle of it because it hits uh, several times this year. We've had retrogrades, we've had eclipses. And now I'm just letting you know, August is here. I recommend highly you catch your breath because August will allow us to do that. And then realize that August is setting the tone for the rest of this year. So, you know, batten down the hatches a little bit, get ready. But, you know, we're going to be just fine because we stay in the light and we know how to do that. This coming weekend on Sunday, August 2nd, there is a, a sun squares Uranus. So what this does is if there's anything weak or shaky in your life, it will likely come crashing down. Don't, that doesn't, that sounds worse than it is. Um, sometimes we know things are going to go. You know, there's all those signs along the road, like, guess what, 191 miles to Seattle, right? Now it's 34 miles, you know? So when you are getting those little indicators in your life- To Loretta's house, uh, go this way. <laughs> Come <laughs> right. over to my place. We'll do 
some cleaning and clearing, some meditation, we'll connect with our guides and angels, we'll be just fine. But yeah, sometimes we hold on to things out of fear and because they feel safe and familiar. And even though we know it's time for them uh, to go. So this little, um, this little sun square Uranus is just a little gentle tug, a little push that will just get you over the edge and you'll be able to let that go. And then Monday, we have an Aquarian full moon. And this, um, this is going to kind of magnify that releasing energy a little bit. And really what it does, it's, it's take a look at your life. You know, some of you have been very shaken up. A lot of my clients are talking about this, like, wow, I'm just like all over the place. But notice that you know, when we're shaken up, we are, we're kind of built in layers is what I want to say. So once something goes, sometimes there's other things that maybe might be more subtle and actually might be more potent that come to the surface. And so this Aquarian full moon is all about cleansing. It's about getting it out and, and releasing it and, and being done with it. And as you all know, once we clear something out, guess what? we have room for something more beautiful to come in. And that's the idea is to be more, more embodied, more empowered and, and more uh, tapped in. And then all of this is getting ready for the Lionsgate portal on August 8th. And I just love saying Lionsgate portal, Rawr! right? <laughs> it's like the MGM intro to those movies and stuff. Like oh that. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for all of you Leos out there and you lion hearted big people, this is a fantastic time. What is the Lionsgate portal? It's really just an alignment of the earth with Sirius, the star Sirius and the central sun, but it opens this great big portal of high frequencies. And it's a really, really great time for doing your deep work um, and connecting, kind of changing your life up. It's, it, it accelerates our growth. And so I can't think of actually a better energy to have my guest on the show today. And my guest, I'm excited. Yes, I'm all jumpy, is um, the psychic medium, Marla Fries. And she is an amazing woman. She had quite the life from 25 years as a successful TV and stage actress. I did say successful to having amazing psychic and spiritual experiences to include dead people murder, Hollywood heartthrobs, sex, did I say that on the air, <laughs> psychic visions, remote viewing, and even UFOs. And in her book, American Psychic, A Spiritual Journey from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven and Beyond. <laughs> Thank you. Marla shows her astonishing and inspiring mem memoir. I'm so glad to have you. And she has the actual book and I have a I have a printout dually. for it. Yeah, Dooley. That's good. Oh, that's really, that's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, is that you? Yes, that's yeah. me. Well, that's why it's so pretty. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I, Thank I really. You. I'm so glad to be here. I'm, I'm glad you're here. And I just want to like tell people, oh my God, I loved your book. Um, it's riveting and it's, yeah. it's multi-layered. Let me say that multi-layered and um those that listen to me all the time know that i'm talking about you know from the 3d all the way up to whatever d we go to right right you know? 
So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And look at us. We get to wear lipstick. It's really (laughs) fun. I mean, (laughs) we get to see, we get to see all this silver that's coming in silver and gold. Silver and gold. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of laughing. Um, yesterday I was doing a zoom call with someone and, and I said, I just can't see you. I don't know what's with your camera. And she's like, what? No, my camera's on. And then pretty soon she realized she had put a little piece of paper over her camera because she had done a Zoom call earlier where she hadn't been dressed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not wearing pants, but you don't need to know that. (laughs) That was too much information, but Uh I I liked it. Yeah. So tell us, um, I would like to know, and it's kind of a broad question, why, you know, the American Psyche is actually your memoir. Yes. It's a story of your life. Yeah. What inspired you to write it? I was forced to. <laughs> well, I think that loss is the game changer for most of us. You know, when we go through um, a situation of death, whether it's a death of a relationship or a death of a loved one or losing our home, anything. Lost seems to really give us this opportunity to look at things in a a very profound way. And I had been writing stories for years. I, you know, I had all of these stories that I wanted to put down someplace sometime, but it was the end of my marriage where I lost basically everything. And, you know, being highly psychic, you know, um, one of the dynamics of that is, you know, things before they happen. And we'll do anything to try and stave things off that don't necessarily go with our agenda. But spirit in spirits, inevitable, incredible way just ripped me out of that marriage. And I had been looking at an apartment complex because I had a home up in the hills. And I'd been looking at this apartment complex for 10 years since I had been in Uh, married up in the hills and I knew exactly where I was going so that wasn't a problem but what I didn't know is how incredible the the shift of moving out of that would be and that just it it gave me the freedom to face all of the things that I needed to take a look at which as you know the book opens with running back into it to see my old college boyfriend, but what all of these things reveal spiritually for us. And this is, this is basically what happened. And, you know, as you said, the memoir is 3d. It goes from the trauma of my childhood through the drama of that former acting career into the transformation of what I do, what we do and how we help others with this. Um, yeah, and your book is divided into, I think, two sections. Like the first side, uh, first part is like blind sight or something. And, yes, blind sight. Yeah. Blind sight is a medical term that means a blind person who is has the ability to perceive a light source. And aren't we all feeling like that when we're in trouble, blindly, you know, finding our way through the darkness and and finding the presence of that light? And the second half of the book is called insight. So. The first part of the book takes you through the dynamic of how I became me, being in, a, in an alcoholic family, and my mother was abusive. So I had to survive her. And what I did, Loretta, was I pretended I had to act in order to survive. Uh-huh. 
and she watched a lot of TV. So I thought, well, if I can get into that television set, then maybe she won't hurt me, but she'll love me. And that's what I did as a child. I, I had my eye set on that. And of course that's what happened, but it, that wasn't the real reason for the, that experience. But that's, and the second half of the book is Insight, where all of the healing began because of the trauma and all of the psychic awareness started. Because once you start to process the pain through, through healing, you know, God opens a door for many gifts. You know, there's so much in what you said. I was just sitting with it. Um, I, I myself and, and many people that I work with who are uh, very gifted or um, light workers or whatever, right? Uh, can, like I can also trace back to my childhood how that shaped who I am. For instance, um, uh, I'll just use playing the piano, right? realizing that the the piano saved my life, you know, because I could express through that where I couldn't in my daily life. And then I was always doing this thing where I thought if I can put my love through my hands, through mm -hmm. the music, and I can touch people, then I'll be okay. Not realizing it was developing that expanded ability of, of energy. Um, I, yeah. And, and it, I just sharing that just so people can help relate. But from abusive situations, right, you know, we also get this ability to leave the body. Can you talk yes. about that a little bit? Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm I, sorry, just hit my desk. Um, well, yes, in psychological terms, we have the uh, disassociation or splitting. And I was literally starting to do that as a child when things were being done to me by my mother that shouldn't have been. And that splitting gave me that uh, ability, and of course I had no idea at the time that it would really be a wonderful psychic tool, having been trained as a remote viewer um, and working with the U.S. military psychic spies, that dynamic of being able to bilocate one's consciousness became quite easy. But yeah, I was flying around the neighborhood looking for people that would let me in and wanting to be in fam with families that, you know, other families. But... <laughs> Can I just join your family? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, hello, let me in. Um, but that's, you know, that's what was going on. Although, you know, the balance of that, I had this incredible bucolic background. And I ended up, you know, as you read in the book, I ended up working for law enforcement. And it was three murders in my hometown when I was 12 years old, basically, between 11 and 12 that made me have to take a look at that kind of stuff. And it also gave me the opportunity to somehow protect myself from my mom. So that, you know, all these incredible gifts that were given as children for us to survive. And I know that many of your listeners are understanding exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I can feel them all nodding their head going, oh, yes, yeah, I can too. relate to that. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you go, you go on this journey with me, Loretta, because most people who do read the book find themselves going, oh, yes, that happened to me. And well, if Marla can survive that, and Marla did some pretty dumbass things, then I too have been able to survive it. But there's also, <laughs> there's also the thread of knowing that spirit, consciousness, God, as I end up calling it thems, the larger, um, the heavenly eternal messaging system in my book, but thems basically it, were guiding me all through 
that. And it really gives people the opportunity to link together. And one of the, the reasons that I did write this book is, is to empower and inspire other people to tell their stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm also thinking how, you know, now that we're grown women, right? And we, you know, perhaps, and, and I'll just ask you this question, like when you were a child, I don't think you thought to yourself, I'm psychic or I'm a psychic medium. Oh, no, no, no. But, right. Well, and in fact, Loretta, you know, when you grow up in organized religion, even though I was a Lutheran, I became a born again Christian and all of that dynamic, there was no room for it. And there, there are a few little stories in there about that psychic stuff that was peeking through, but I completely was a skeptic. I had so much judgment. I had resentment of this stuff. I had a snarky attitude like, oh, what's that about? And of course, when it started to happen to me, it was like, oh my God, I'm the perfect person. So anybody that has any kind of judgment or resistance around this, it's like, watch out because who knows what you're gonna be able to do in a few years. But you know, the, the trajectory of being stalked and having the antennas blow out of my head and ending up in James von Prague's house, even before he was, he was famous and him telling me I was a medium and proving it to me, all of those crazy, wonderful stories and going to, going to Sedona and seeing UFOs together, all of those, it's, it's all in the book. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to highly recommend it again. I'm probably going to over recommend your book, but it's just so good. Uh, American Psychic by Marla Fries. I'm just going to be an eternal ad for you on this show today, but um, it's riveting. It's very fun to read. It's well-written and shares a lot of things that I think people can relate to. I'm following in, in, in my, uh, while we're talking, I'm thinking about your life, your your life and how you came from this abusive place where you were having some incidents, but you weren't really calling them psychic. And then here you are this skeptic and uh, just not to not to give this all the stories away because I want people to read. But my goodness, I mean, you have the mafia in here. You have <laughs> you had a crazy date with someone you didn't know. Uh, just went crazy uh, you know at, at 21 so when we think about that i didn't have children this time around but you think about oh my gosh if we had kids that were running off and going out with with, with various people and being hijacked to cuba that's another little key in there um <laughs> but but that dynamic of, of being guided and all of those stories just like your life loretta that's one of the reasons of course that you're here you're wanting to bridge this for other people because that's what you too needed to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I think about, just think about the emotional roller coaster that we went on in order to be here now together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you'll make me cry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, me too. I got the Kleenex right here. Yeah, I don't, but that's okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that that that's the deal. It, it is the deal. And oh, the book just came out on Audible, by the way. Oh, yes, by the way, it did. And your voice sounds great on it. Oh, you listen to all this. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you that this was the, when the pandemic hit. And I'm sure that many of the listeners who are highly psychic can can talk about 
the Geiger counter inside our bodies that knew that something was coming. We might not have identified it as the pandemic or, or a virus, but we knew. I mean, like a year ago, I stopped paying on a trip to, to Italy. This book came out two years ago, so I've basically been on an ongoing book tour, and I was making plans and all of that, but something made me stop paying on the trip, and I couldn't see. I couldn't see past December. And you know how you try and push things and no, January came and I'm pushing this stuff to go to North Carolina and, and be at Duke University and go to Chicago and nope, 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 nope. Yeah. So what I was able to do was when I got centered during the pandemic, I just thought, how am I going to make a contribution? So I got a producer and he sat on one end behind his thing and I sat on the other. And I, I did the audiobook, so. Yeah, I'm really glad you did that. I, um, I don't want to divert off onto myself, but I had similar things where um, normally I can see the future pretty good and there was, a, there, was a, there was a screen over it, right? Right. And I take groups to Egypt and I moved the date of my trip and, and yeah. we went and then I was told to climb Mount Sinai and do prayers up there and had a big vision, but I got back two days before they closed the international flights. Right. And um, then everything happened. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like I said earlier, when we get those signs and symbols and we all receive them, like I, I know that's part of your message too, that we all are psychic, you know, we're all intuitive. And I always think the word psychic has a bad rap, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, well, you know what? That's a great segue, if you don't mind. Um, I don't mind. So me too. Now, I, I had the pleasure of working um, as a co-host for Whitley Strieber's UnknownCountry.com's Dreamland. So I had been doing authors, interviewing authors since 2007. Um, I took a break in 2013 for a year and then came back to continue to do this. And I had, I had people that came on and where they were promoting their psychic books and and they had lots of terrible things to say about the word because they were changing everything but what i did in my um snarky you know skepticism i went out and studied this and i ended up you know i think it was really the u.s military psychic spies lynn buchanan uh -huh. who trained me who made me understand the science of this and loretta for the last 10 years i've been working with tom campbell who was a physicist, author of My Big Toe, but he was also, back in the 70s, developing Hemisync for the Monroe Institute with Bob Monroe and Dennis Menernick, another scientist. So this dynamic of binaural beats and balancing brainwave frequencies and also seeing consciousness and new understanding through these remote viewers that psychic is psychic functioning, and that means anything, whether it is uh, precognition, mediumship, anything that is of the mind and spirit and consciousness that people can't necessarily explain, which is going on all day long, which is actually the basis of spirituality. Yeah. I mean, John 3, 16, you know, God so loved the world. So he gave his only begotten son to die for us. And who shall, or you crying, and who shall ever believe it and yeah. shall not perish. But that is the dynamic. That's our history. And we've been building bridges, trying to help people understand that. And I've been working with left brain people for the last 10 years, getting them to see the way I see 
because of Tom Campbell's immersive experiences. You know, I've been I've been helping those people try and understand that. And you know, the funny thing, and you and I can laugh about this, and I'm sure that some of your listeners will understand, the science-based people, they think they're so smart, but you know what? They're downloading a lot of stuff. So I mean, they go to school and they educate themselves, but you know, people like us, people who are highly psychic, we can get information and I'll be talking about something and say, I don't know, but it looks like a hydrostatic bar feed turning and drilling system. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying, but I got a thing here and this goes in like that and it's broken. You know, that's how I talk to mechanics or people about their cars, right? That's hysterical. <laughs> it is. But that psychic word, I that's why I actually put it on the front cover. Because, all right, the American part is the fact that we come from a country that's been wounded. Basically, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's blood at the bottom of this word, you know, yeah. heightened awareness at the top of the blue, where we come from the warring you know, less conscious parts of us that have to move through this understanding to have greater awareness. And my father was a, um, a war veteran. He came back from Germ- uh, Germany being blown up in a landmine accident from blowing up Hitler's Siegfried line. And he came back to the States in a body cast and that's what made him drink. Think about all of our the boys and the women who come back and are traumatized from that. So we are trying to heal this trauma. And it's an ongoing healing dynamic. Well, yeah, and it's what you just said is so, I think it's so important and so pertinent because this is individual, but, it, but look at our nation right now. Look at our globe. Yeah. You know, this is really, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was exactly right. Mm-hmm. I was in England and um last year with Tom and met a lot of Germans. There were a number of Germans that came and they they've been so great in holding us or holding the people that I know accountable to what's happening here. So in experience and you know, history is here to help us. And how are we how are we going to move through this? understanding what history has has taught us yeah yeah and we are um as they say we are the evolving human you know we're yes. we're becoming something and I, I think we're simply becoming aware of who we really are um call that creative co-creative uh, collectively yeah. aware but um i also am am I, I simply believe i have a brain scientist friend our brain is wired for this extra abilities that we have that we often say oh well this isn't real right this this what is this it's it's that skeptical thing sure i do believe a a certain amount of skepticism is healthy (laughs) and then then there's mind rigidity or something yeah yeah stubborn stubborn. i'm never guilty of right (laughs) (laughs) you know what when we started this conversation this morning i had just we were talking about earthquakes because of what just happened here in los angeles but i i do want to address you know how you were feeling everything and we are these incredible geiger counters our bodies will tell us even before our brain can catch up to this whether we 
and our and I've learned this during the pandemic. I'm very curious about mm. what other people are thinking and feeling around this. I, if there's anybody that's calling in, because our bodies truly are. It's um. There's a great. Um, I'll, I'll just mention this. There's a great video between Tom Campbell, who I work with, and um, Bruce Lipton on YouTube. And Bruce is talking about the cellular structure and the paramecium and how the paramecium on the cells pick up all of the information. Well, that's what I was doing in that traumatic childhood. I was having to intuit how to handle her, right? So when we have these things going on, we also medicate to try and keep it away, which our country, because of various opiates and even, you know, whatever kind of recreational drug but we keep dumbing down these incredible psychic gifts that we have yes and it is actually part of the healing in trauma it's been my experience to talk with people who understand that once they begin to under understand and heal and grow past into the forgiveness of all of this that their psychic awareness starts to bud more, feel more. And interestingly enough, you know, how did we feel better about ourselves? You know, I gave up acting. I thought that working on Seinfeld and, you know, having a recurring role on Lois and Clark, Adventures of Superman was fun and that that was going to be my life's journey. But truly it is helping people understand themselves and these incredible abilities that make them more confident about who they are. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. You said so much there. Um, Sorry, I'm just excited to be here. I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited to be here. Um, I, uh, I, you know, a lot of the things that um, I try to help people with exactly the same thing that you're saying, but when we allow ourselves to be who we're truly meant to be, Yeah then everything changes. Yeah. And that's a that's a journey of healing because everything that lays on us, whether it lays in our chakras, lays on our body, lays on our consciousness, it's woundedness, it's trauma, whatever it is, yeah. lays on us. And I sometimes think we just unbury yourself. Just well, you know, I and that's scary. It's like, but I can't stand up, Loretta, because I need to be invisible over here. Oh, you know? Yeah. Well, COVID in its intelligence is, um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. I'm thinking about it. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cry the whole show yeah. with you. I'm doing everything I, I can. To well, I, think, I think that that's where we are because we, we feel yeah. the sorrow and the death and the struggle. I mean, I don't know how many friends you've lost, but I'm also in touch with my hometown in Pennsylvania. And, you know, there was a message that was going out that this was a hoax. And that message has kept us from really, really addressing this. I don't want to politicize that. I want to help people get as healthy as possible. And if it's Zithromax and zinc or whatever it is, whatever it is that we are doing to try and heal us, and it is breaking us down because there's no, there's no political agenda with this. There's no, doesn't matter what color you are. doesn't exactly matter what right. church you go to yeah or who you love yeah it's a time of healing is is my whole 
is my whole message. It's time for us to heal and discover who we really are, why we're here on planet Earth at this time. And for, for me, I'm always like, what can I do today? Where can I shed some light? And, you know, I tell people all the time, I have a little ritual in the morning and I light three candles. And before I light them, they're intentional. Yes. And I light one for me and my family. I light one for the people I work with. And I light one for the leaders of our country and our world. And I send them just the little tiny bit. And then I ask divine God, all that is, whatever this higher consciousness thing is, to come and help us all. And, you know, anybody can do that. Well, that's beautiful. And I, and, you know, whether, I mean, I, I know that you do meditations and I know that you can send that out to people and prayer, meditation, intention is so powerful. It's, I, I laugh because I, in, during the pandemic, my intentions about things have sort of like gotten kind of great. Like I was thinking, looking at the closet, I was intentioning that I had more storage units in the, in my walk-in closet. And I'm like, I would really like to have more plastic things and have it look like this. Well, two days later, I'm driving down my alley and somebody's moving and there are those, those two things that I absolutely needed. And I looked at them and they weren't too dirty and I started cleaning them up. But, but honestly, it's the intention and it, it's not about, um, sometimes we have to understand the difference between want and need. And it's also, I think that this is a time about others. Um, I'm a mask wearer. So, and my, my vision about that is because at my age, I'm turning 62 in September. So it's, I'm very healthy, but I want to make sure that the other people that are around me are healthy as well. And I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't mind doing anything like that to possibly help someone else. I just don't. So I don't, you know, I, I want to do whatever we can to help our brethren, to think of others. So we're going to take a little station break and we're actually going to open the lines. Um, uh, You know, Marla is an amazing psychic and a psychic medium. And believe me, she does massive work with people. So if you get on the air, believe me, it's just going to be a taste of what she does. But the lines here are 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. I'll call, say them again, 1-888-298-5569 or 425-373-5527. If you want to have a tiny little mini reading a little bit of information and wisdom, give us a call. And um, my guest today, Marla Fries, author of American Psychic. This is Loretta Brown. We'll be right back. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedom. 
One of the best ways to say thank you is to volunteer to support them. At a time in history where kindness is a virtue, volunteering means a lot. For over 47 years, Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization, with the support of citizens like you, have delivered therapy kits to veterans who need them. To volunteer or learn more, visit HealVets.org. That's HealVets.org. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Thank you for taking a dance break with me. Marla Fries, my amazing guest today, author of American Psychic, A Spiritual Journey from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven and Beyond. I love your cover with your, I love this. Anyway, um, yeah, and I'm Loretta Brown. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com or KKNW. And uh, everything's archived forever on podcasts. Um, we, during the break, I just want to bring this in a little bit. You have done um, a lot of work with detectives. Can you just briefly talk about what is that like? And, and I, I'm going to throw this, I know it's three questions in one, but I, I, does that ever upset you? Do you, how do you deal with that? Are you good with that? Well, are you good with that? That's a really, that's a great question. Um, well, when this all started happening, uh, this awakening that I went through started in the mid nineties. <clears throat> and it was actually, as I said before, it was because I went through a stalking incident that blew my brain apart with, you know, the gift of fear, so to speak. And I ended up needing law enforcement to work with me and I ended up working for law enforcement. And it was the it was at a time that was just really necessary. You know, <clears throat> I find that psychometry working for law enforcement was a really interesting tool. Yes, let's talk about psychometry. <clears throat> so I do write about this in the book. I, I mean, there are a couple of, of, um, of cases that I write about, but there's still ongoing cases out there that I can't even discuss because we're still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting. I know it's <laughs> Um, but, but God works in mysterious ways. And there are time frames around all of this that is, are unique, but there was an incident where I was tracking a serial killer and I was working with, um, a faction of the FBI and that was disturbing. It took it, it, um, because as we talked about being able to bilocate or, or tap consciousness in, you know, in remote viewing, you can look at almost anything. So we had a, a serial killer and that dynamic wasn't as though going into his consciousness was a problem because most of these pathologies we can understand to some degree. <clears throat> and excuse me. And I wasn't having to go through what they were doing necessarily, but I could feel some of the why. But what did me in and had me back away. And I took a break for a couple of years. And I was, uh, it was after I'd been trained by Lynn Buchanan and he had really opened me up to do this remote viewing. 
but it was because I could not control seeing what I was seeing at that time. And that also meant that what I was seeing wasn't always really clear. There was a case where I knew that this guy was going to strike on the 4th of July weekend. And I told the FBI men that it was, I thought it was a, about person, a person named Mandy, but that was actually the area, I guess, or the town where this guy um, struck. Oh, okay. So I, I couldn't make sense of it. And he, yeah. he murdered a boy instead of a girl because oh. he looked like a young girl. So that was really quite tragic, but you know, it's that kind of thing. It's not the, it's not necessarily the murders and it's, it's not necessarily anything like that. It is literally about finding a way to make sure that one is okay in the face of this and tracking someone was tricky. So, yeah. I also uh, believe that we're called to certain things and there's a certain ability that comes with it. And, and I don't know if it's the ability to step back because I know that you step in people and I do the same thing and you look through their eyes and, and things like that. And um, it's a weird thing where you know you, who you are and you know you're not them, but you are right. them. In it. Right. And weird. that's the thing that happens with dead people a lot, which mm-hmm. I talk about in the book. You remember there's, there's aspects of when someone, when another consciousness is coming in, I've gone blind to my present circumstances because they want me to see what they're showing me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Benny, are, are you there, Benny? Where'd he go? Oh, he'll come back in a second. We do. We have d- people on the on the lines. We have to a call, so we'll we'll fill in for just a couple of uh, a moments. There, he's coming back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Benny. I had to go grab the door for the next call. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, I got, Benny is just a master Woo! of many many things, I'm and I just I adore <laughs> Benny. <laughs> uh, so let's bring on a caller, and like I say, um, I, I I just I just out of all respect to Marla. You know, when people call in on the lines, you're just getting the tiniest little taste of the great work that she does, which is a deep healing work. So um, let's go ahead and bring somebody on. Yeah, we'll bring on Linda, who's calling in from Las Vegas. Hi, Linda. Hi there. Hi, Linda. Hi, Hi, Marla. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. This is an amazing show. Um, As I've been focused on uh, clearing and centering on awareness and healing, I feel like I'm on a holding pattern. And what I hear is like, wait, wait, wait. And I've been wondering what is and where's the road that I'm looking for to express okay. my okay. self in service. Okay, Linda, Linda, that's great. Um, well, let me just tell you what I'm seeing right away. You know, we are all in a holding pattern, right? Um, there are things that we can and we can't do, but I'm in your kitchen and you need to reorganize some stuff in there. And I know you'd like to do that. So I'm just giving you an inspiration about getting, getting yourself organized on the outside, which will help you on the inside as well. I'm also, I'm also getting some inflammation with you. Um, I'm on my left, the left hip area. Um, so I'm feeling inflammation. So whether that means that you need to do some strength training, but I'm, it's radiating down my left leg. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. this is okay. this, this, this time when we're stuck, so to speak, 
let's get let's get jiggy and start looking in our drawers and go oh wow 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 why did haven't i cleaned that out let's let's focus on doing what we can do and it's also um linda it's a interesting mantra when we're doing service for ourselves it becomes a seva when we start moving books around and cleaning it can actually be the place where consciousness spirit God, a deceased loved one, starts to communicate with us. So it opens up another door. Does that make sense? And, and I love to do that. I call it piddling around. I like doing that. Okay, so let's have some focus around your piddling. Yeah. Okay. And let's, let's intention. So we're going to hold the intention of Linda um, making the most of this time when she can't move forward, which in fact, during that time, you will hear information. And I don't have, where's my notebook? I'm a big supporter of people getting notebooks so that they can write their greatest hits down. So if you are in the midst of, a, of your spice cabinet and you start to see something about talking to Judy, and knowing that Judy might not be feeling well, give her a call and see what's going on, okay? Got it, okay. All right, thanks, Linda. We Thank you, Linda, yeah. so much. Thank you very yeah. much. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Get rid of thanks your irritation. Hold, that, hold off on that sugar. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, really, the sugar. Mm. Uh, Benny, we got somebody else. Yeah, we'll take now Renee calling in from Seattle. Hi, Renee. Hi, hi, Marla. Hey. Hi, Renee. Hi. Um, do you connect with the other side? Yes, I do. And your 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 hum on your um on your phone or on when you're calling in, there's a hum. So yeah, I don't might, understand you where you might be connecting with the other side. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yes, I do. And um, listen. In just listening to you, I'm getting a pain behind my eye, so I might be picking this up about you, or if you've been thinking about communicating with someone who is in spirit, who's had either some form of brain problem or an aneurysm or a stroke, that's yes. what I'm initially, okay. Yeah. So that, so that, is it the stroke? Is that it? Yes. Yeah, so I'm connecting to that person. You talk to this person all the time. I do. Yeah, I've got chills all over my body. Yeah. And they're they're laughing because, oh, make me, you know, it's kind of like make me famous by putting me on the radio, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> I believe um, it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I but I'm but I'm actually still feeling this. And there's there's interest something interesting about talking to the rest of the family regarding this person because um they're fine meaning they're better than fine. They don't want to say how better they are because it's not time for anybody else to come over there. But there is an awareness and a love and a, uh, a joy. Uh, even though the stroke took them, there's still an awareness and a joy of connecting to love. So you know this. So, yes. um, and you talk with two other people about this person all the time anyway. Yes, I do. and. Um... He was really loved, and, you know, I, I tried to help my mom because they were married 70 years, so. Yes, okay. Well, that's, that's, that's lovely and um, interesting. He's, I like his personality, but what I'm seeing is he wants to do something through you. So, you know, when we're talking about my book and writing, he'd like for you to write some stories about him. 
Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. He had a work ethic that he would like to share with people. He did. He had a really strong work ethic, yes. So maybe you do. What's your father's first name? William. So, you know, words from wisdom from William or William's wisdom. And he just, and whether it's just for the family or something. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. thanks a lot. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. Get the audio book. Yeah. <laughs> she needs the audio book. She doesn't yeah. like to read. She needs yeah. the audio book. Okay. Yeah, she does. <laughs> right. Thanks so much, Renee. Thanks, Renee. Let's, uh, take, let's take another caller, Ben. Sure, we have uh, two left in here. We'll try to sneak them in before the end of the show. It's Margo calling in from Linwood. Hi, Margo. Hi, Margo. Hi. I, sorry, Hi, I had to unmute. <laughs> Hi, Marla. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, sure. Um, I would just like to know, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> Margo. <laughs> oh my God, Margo. Question. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm pinching you right now. Okay, how about you be a little more specific? Um. Okay. Getting a house um, finished, um, and I'm wondering, do I sell it or do I keep it? Oh, good question. Well, I've actually been working with um, realtors, uh, been in the real estate uh, mode for the last couple of weeks. It's been very tricky. So why don't you just focus on this house, getting it ready? And, um, you know, there, there looks as though the spring might be more, I'd say by next June, things are going to sort of give us more of a boost. Um, there are intermittent boosts coming, but actually, you know, things have been falling out of escrow. So people are a little tentative around spending their money. So yeah, focus on t uh, cleaning up the house, making sure that all the repairs. <clears throat> is this the house that you're living in right now? No, I okay. had to move out so, of it. And I'm, I'm sorry, apart. I didn't hear you. Peter. What? No, I had to move out of it and tear it apart. So. Oh, okay, so let me let me look at that house for you because there's a whole thing. I don't know whether it's a mold issue and part of the house, but there is definitely some form of um, water damage that needs to be handled. Um, and maybe it's behind a wall that you don't know about. Have you have you ripped apart one of the bathrooms? I've ripped apart the entire house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there's there's a particular area, and I feel I feel compromised in one of the bathrooms, and you might just oh. want to take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's just focus on that. I don't want to get too much into that since you've already been ripping it apart. So you already know what's going on. But I I do see a, a necessary plumbing thing. And okay. very and here's the other thing. You might need to really look at that sewer connection. Okay. I'm seeing some sort of a break in there. So that might be something with, you know, with a camera. Have that taken a look at. But, you know, here's the thing. Enjoy this process. I like to say when we have to clean something up, put on great music and start cleaning it up because sometimes ripping things apart will be cathartic. But also it's kind of tough sometimes. So play some great music, okay? <laughs> okay. 
And wait, and who is Terry around you? Who is who? Terry. It could be Carrie, Terry Berry. But I. it looks like Terry. Is there somebody that's working with you? Or has worked no. with you around this? Hello? No. Yeah, she said no. I, I can't okay. think of All anyone. Right. So just write that name down. Mm -hmm. um, I would reconsider working with them. So if the, if that name comes up and it has to do with somebody coming in and doing work on that house, get somebody else. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Margo. I'm sorry. Well, if you want more, you, you know, you can always get a hold of Marla Fries and make an appointment. What an idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, was interesting sure. what you said. Cause I was tasting mold and smelling. Oh you were, yeah. I was getting itchy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, and that's, that's really great. And, yeah. and Loretta, we can keep talking about this whole sensorial thing that goes on in our bodies yeah. to utilize that, to pay attention to that. This is one of the gifts of the, the pandemic. We have to feel, yeah. we have to feel. Yeah, we do. Do we have time we, for one more? I, I, Benny, I, I don't think if, we have time. If you want, I mean, we're going to have to go super fast. So Okay, super fast. Yep, Get yep. somebody who it's has a very Chris, specific question. Yeah, Crystal from Bellevue. Welcome to the show. Chris. Thanks, guys. Question. Hi, Loretta. This is Crystal, one of your Reiki students. And Marla, Hi, Crystal. So we got like one minute, me. girl. Question. Um, I'm calling in to get the tiniest little taste about um, my spirituality and life's purpose. Okay. Well, <laughs> another. Just a tiny little question here. Okay, Crystal, let, um, here's what's happening. I'm having pain in my right knee talking to you. So I'm looking at your joints that are inflamed. Are you drinking too much iced tea? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Well, pay attention to the things that you're drinking because I've got inflammation in your joints. I, you know, we talk, you talked about the Reiki stuff. I see stuff moving through you on the right side. I want you to pay attention to how your right side feels completely different as far as your left side. Pick up crystals. Notice how you feel on the left side versus your right. Your left side is absorbing energy, but your right side is your power side. You need to be in the best possible shape you can in order to do this Reiki. Okay, that's my message. All right. Thanks, Crystal. Okay. And I know you just got into crystals, so perfect. Good. Anyway, so we're, we got to wrap it up. This is Loretta Brown, my guest today, the amazing Marla Fries, American Psychic. And get the book. Get the audio book. Yeah, her beautiful voice. Yes, nine hours of me talking to you. Can you only imagine? 